Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On the Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the fifth episode into the series called Dear Diary Series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I was inspired by one of my favorite hobbies, writing. One of my oldest passions that actually kickstarted all of this. Blogging on the internet that overlapped with my love for photography, to content creation, to eventually owning a social media agency and having a podcast. In this episode called Dear Diary, How Would You Define Home? I talk about the place or places that we call home, our comfort space, our place of residence, our coveted and treasured spot that has value and meaning behind closed doors. I talk about what home means to me growing up, defining what home means in our adulthood, the experiences we have with temporary living, and more. Before we dive into this episode, here's a little life update. The last update was near the end of April, so there's been some new things that have been happening since then. I always find myself getting excited as we keep moving through the months. At this point, I'm unfazed that the months keep flying by because it feels like time is moving so quickly and so slowly at the same time. Yeah, I don't know either. I keep telling myself that there's so much more excitement to come the second half of this year and beyond, so there's this giddiness inside of me that's not so patiently anticipating all the second half of the year events to unravel. But until then... I'm happy where I currently am, enjoying the process and the current flow until all of that. Work has been exciting and fun. There's been new additions to the client roster, and every time I sign on someone new, I take it as a challenge for myself. How can I find new ways to be creative? How can I find new ways to tell someone else's story? Having someone on the team also has been the biggest blessing in the business so far. I used to be the person who just wanted to do it all. Work with everyone, do everything, and be successful at it. But the more and more I learn about business and what success truly means, the more I realize that letting go of that control and allowing someone to help you is a part of growth too. In other news, Bobby and I flew down to Fayetteville, North Carolina to spend some quality time with my parents. Whenever I go back home, there's an entire list of things I get excited about. One, obviously my parents. Two, the bigger space. And three, my mom's homemade Korean food. I'm pretty sure the week leading up to the trip, I had been dreaming of mandu my mom's amazing Korean dumplings that I always ask her to make whenever I'm back. I left Pepper and Luna in the care of a new cat sitter, bid them farewell, and we were on our way. Ever since our first flight together, last August to Puerto Vallarta, Bobby and I have our travel routine down pat. We arrive even earlier than usual, which is more for Bobby, And I'm just waiting for him to get his TSA pre-check so we can tone it down on the early airport arrival. 
We go through security, get our designated beverages, cappuccino for Bobby, smoothie or chai latte for me. We end up doing some work before we board. And of course, I document it, which Bobby knows it's coming, and we end up laughing over it on the flight. I get window seat, he knows the drill, unless Bobby wants to capture all the scenic up in the air shots, and he'll whip out his sales book that he's excited to share, and I'll either edit videos, plan my social calendar, or bury myself in my journal. It's become routine. And that's what it was when we traveled to North Carolina last week. Our intentions for that trip were to relax and spend time with my parents. You know, the older I get, the more I crave that type of quality time. We walked in, and the entire place was spotless and clean. My parents go into hosting mode, something they love, and I believe I've inherited the same trait and level of excitement. Now, something to know about my mom is that She is a serial meal planner. Let me explain. I'm not even kidding when I say that my mom will casually whip out a spreadsheet slash chart of the meals. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, sometimes dessert. When any of me or my siblings visit, this is what we get. This time was no exception. During our girls' day pedicure, My mom pulled out a white piece of paper because she wanted to double check to make sure we were on track with her meal preparation sheet. (laughs) Her words, can I run this by you to make sure it's still according to plan? She gestured to the day-by-day meal plans that she had already prepared and planned for the entire long weekend. This is my mom. When we're eating breakfast, she'll tell us about lunch and dinner And you can see the entire table just groan because we're all just too full to even think about the next meal, let alone next day's breakfast. Bobby and I got our dose of home-cooked meals that weekend. We also made sure to get our city lifestyle steps in with walks around the neighborhood and morning runs. And I guess this segues into the episode for today because with this trip planned, I knew that I wanted to talk about what, quote, home really means to us, especially in our adulthood. And what better way to do that than plan a trip home to really digest it all? And without further ado, let's get into today's podcast episode. This topic of discussion always intrigues me, and it's because we all have a place to call home every day, but yet we don't really think about it. It's just natural and normal for most of us. So to deep dive into a topic that we attend to naturally always feels like a challenge, one that I can't say no to. So here's today's journal entry. Dear Diary, how would you define home? When I think of the word home, I think of my childhood home growing up. When the outside world was too much to take in, I knew I could always find myself back here to recharge and be with company who really understood me. The older I get, the more I realize that what was home then isn't the same home now. The physical location may have changed, but the value still remains. Maybe it's the security, the comfort, 
a place of refuge, a space where you can truly be you. Or maybe it's the familiarity that makes a place home. Last week, I took two days off to really deep clean my apartment. Does anyone else get so fixated on making their apartment look spotless and clean, always? Maybe it's just me. I guess because I'm in a small studio with two cats who shed, I'm always cleaning every crevice of my apartment. You can ask Bobby. When he's over, I'll randomly be vacuuming a section of the apartment more often than not. He's used to it by now. The deep clean was actually for an apartment tour video with Listed, Ryan Serhant's home design YouTube channel that showcases other apartments in New York City. Think AD, but on a more relatable New York City scale. That shoot was so much fun. I talked about what I loved most about this space, but also why I even fell in love with the space in the first place. They were really looking for meaningful pieces and sentimental moments here. And every time someone asks me that question, my eyes naturally shift to the window overlooking the cityscape. It's the view, truly. I'm a views type of girl, and when I first walked into this apartment, it was the view that really got my attention. I remember distinctly when I was touring this place, I was standing next to the AC unit, I was visualizing sitting at my desk, overlooking the city. It was then and there where I made a mental note to myself that in the moments when I start to feel fatigued, doubtful, or even burnt out, I would just turn my eyes to the left and stare out at the city before me. This view would bring me back. It would inspire me that there was so much more out there It was the inspiration I would need to focus. A reminder that there's so much more to life than the challenges we're facing in a difficult season. And from then on, I've never forgotten that moment. I've always been a girl who is particular about our living space. I liked it a certain way. I put value behind what it meant to make something my own. And I think it has to do with experience growing up in a home that also carried that same weight and value behind the meaning. I grew up in a small southern town in North Carolina, in which I've always described my experience growing up there as a bubble. The people I was surrounded by were close-minded, keen on staying in their inner circle, and I never truly felt like I fit in there. I struggled with feeling accepted by my classmates and wanting to be different, but not too different. Otherwise, I'd be an outcast. So I spent most of my time there balancing between the two. No matter what happened at school or at social gatherings, I always knew I had my safe space to come back to. Home. It was within my bedroom walls where I truly felt comfort, security, and a peace of mind. My home life was also quite comforting. I'm grateful to have grown up in a safe environment with parents who did everything possible to make sure we were safe and happy in the space we lived in. Back in my childhood home, 
I remember so many of my classmates who spent most of their lives outside of their homes and thought that was the cool thing to do. They were barely home. Their parents didn't really care whether they came home that night or not. And I thought, wow, maybe not being home is what makes you cool. I try to attend late night hangs and other social events to keep me busy away from home, but deep down, I crave the comfort of my own bed. Waking up in the morning with your routine, mom making breakfast, the siblings doing their own thing in their bedrooms. At one point, I let that fantasy go. Maybe it was cool for them, but I didn't enjoy it. And what was the purpose of doing things that you didn't enjoy? High school was weird like that. You would sacrifice your own happiness just to fit in and be cool. What a bubble we lived in. I started to make my own renditions of the home I had spent all my life living in. I created my own routine, decor, art on the walls to remind me that this was the start of a new home. One that I could make my own. And slowly over time, I started to enjoy this temporary living spot, my first apartment in New York City. It wasn't perfect or in the location I'd wanted, but it was home. Working my first corporate job in the city was challenging, but when I unlocked the doors to my apartment, I could breathe again. I felt relief, and that's how it went. I wanted to escape from networking events that were filled with dull and surface-level conversations and recharge back in my home. When I was in my second apartment on the Upper East Side, it still wasn't everything I had dreamt of, but it was home. It was my own space in Manhattan, and I didn't care if I had to walk up five flights of stairs to get up there. Well, there were some days when I cared, like the times when I had too many packages to carry up, or the times I had to do laundry, or all the other times when I just needed when I was exhausted and would have to trek up the stairs. But the point is, I cherished my time in this space too, because it was the notion of familiarity when I closed the door behind me, took off my shoes, and embraced the comfort this home had to offer. Fast forward to my third and current apartment, also on the Upper East Side. I swapped the walk-up for an elevator and decorated the space just like I had dreamt of. Again, nothing is ever perfect, but the idea that I had this space all to myself was perfect enough for me. But I noticed one thing that made this new apartment even more like home. I had previous situationships where I'd invite certain people into my old home. When I signed this new lease and got the keys to my third apartment, I was letting go of those people and the memories that took place in that apartment. It was like closing a chapter of a book, and that felt so relieving. I haven't really thought too much into living the apartment life in New York City, and maybe because I'm constantly evolving and changing frequently, so to me it's just another change in my life. It's been a year-to-year -year or a couple of years with temporary living spaces, but I think your current season of life is reflective of that temporary stay.
You're not settled into the things you want, at least not yet. You're still trying new things, seeing what makes you fulfilled and happy, meeting new people, and it makes sense that your 20s and 30s will be full of those times of temporary moments. I look back, and I've noticed a recurring pattern of the meaning and value behind my homes. I'm a firm believer that your home is a reflection of who you are as a person, the way you decorate and shape it, the way you take care of it, the way you decide who can come inside it. If anything, I'm highly selective of who comes into my home, who I welcome into these doors because, essentially, I'm welcoming that person into my life my safe space, and anyone who disturbs that peace shouldn't have entry. That's why I'm so happy with the people in my life right now, because those people are the ones I allow into my home. When I think about what it means to have a home to come home to, I always visualize the times when I'd park my car in front of my childhood driveway, walk up to the door, turn the key, and go in. The outside world, the noise, the opinions, the chatter can all be so loud sometimes. It's hard to get away from it when you don't feel comfortable where you are. But the minute you walk in and close that door, a wave of relief washes over you because home is where you define what you focus on or tune into. You call the shots with what has your attention. That's what home is and always will be. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode where I cover another episode into the Dear Diary series. This time, I'll be talking about pondering on different career paths. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.